Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Game over. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. You don't need a tattoo shop. Have you been tetracized? Square, rectangle, trapezoid, tetrazoid. Nintendo introduces Tetris. Put a piece here, put a piece there. Use your thumbs, use your eyes. Find yourself tetracized. Now you're playing with power. In the late 80s and early 90s, the puzzle-based video game Tetris took America and eventually the rest of the world by storm. However, the history of one of Russia's finest exports has a very dark, complex, and deadly history. We are talking about the Tetris murders. Oof, I've been playing a lot of Tetris lately, so I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. But before we get to that, in case you need a refresher on Tetris and the history of Tetris, which is very interesting and a separate episode, that's what it deserves. It goes back to 1984, Cold War Russia, and went through many iterations before it found its way in the Game Boys and hearts of millions. Absolutely. Uh, How can you talk about video games without talking about Tetris and the history of video games? And it's not a game that people are like, oh, I remember when people used to play that. It's still a pretty iconic... I played it today. In 1984, Moscow, Russian scientist Alexei Pajitnov developed the first version of Tetris on an Electronica 60 terminal computer while working at the Soviet Academy of Sciences. I've never heard of an Electronica 60. Tetris was released on June 14th, 1989, and has sold more than 43 million copies worldwide. And that's just... Game Boy is where it's most popular and, and most known, but as many iterations, and between 1984 and 1989, there was a lot of lawsuits and who owned what, and it coming out of Russia as like mm-hmm. a Russian e- export. Yeah. Who owns it? A, a lot of lawsuits, and that's a whole other story. Tetris is, has a very interesting history, and I feel like I think there's going to be an Apple TV 
TV show or movie coming out. I don't know if it's going to be about Vladimir Polhilko, who's who we're talking about today, the co-founder and co-creator of Tetris. Mm-hmm. His name isn't usually the first name. Usually when they talk about who invented the game, Alexei Pajanov is mm-hmm. the first name, but right under it, if you go to Wikipedia, it's right under it. Mm-hmm. Vladimir Pokhilko was born in 1954, Russian academic, entrepreneur. He worked as a clinical psychologist for many years using puzzles as psychological tests. So it comes from that almost reverse engineering how people think of things and then, like, hey, how do we make it into a video game? And that's how a lot of games are born. But Absolutely. you never think about some you playing Tetris and you're like, oh, puzzles fit together, but it has a, a complex psychological history, of For course. Sure. And I know a little bit about that, just working on a game show that was based around the brain. So many studies go back to Tetris and like these puzzles that come from Russia too, which again, this level of politicism, I'm sure we'll talk about it pretty soon, but it's such an important part of gameplay and psychology even today. The skill would prove quite useful when Pokhilko partnered with one of his close friends by the name of Alexei Pajitnov. Alexei demonstrated his invention to Vladimir. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use their first names. Great. I've said their last names quite a lot. Yeah. I should have asked my wife. She speaks fluent Russian. She's Russian. I should have asked her. But I didn't do my homework. That's all right. We're on an intimate first name basis with these people that you're talking about. And I think we can all accept that. Alexei demonstrated his invention to Vladimir, who would go on to convince Alexei that it would make an amazing video game. Tetris was based on an ancient Roman puzzle called Pentamino. Their final product would go on to become one of the greatest video games of all time, Tetris. Often referred to as co-creators, and yet Alexei earned a lot of the fame, a lot of the attention. His name is first on all of the lists. In fact, I think that TV show that I mentioned, I don't even know if it's going to mention Vladimir at all. I didn't see his name on any of the credits, but I don't know how fully formed that is yet. So I don't know. Mm. I don't think it's going to be necessarily based on what we're going to talk about today, but I think it's more the... And the politics of Tetris and it mm. getting made. Ah, Tetris. The gift that keeps on giving. The Russian gift of ours. So while Alexei was living with the, the fame and the success and the notoriety, Vladimir kind of faded into obscurity. When you do the research on them, you won't even see Vladimir credited a lot of times. Mm. Although his name does come up a lot and it's mm. on Wikipedia. Yeah. So which is a little bit of a baseline, but mostly it's Alexei's name comes first. Mm-hmm. And because of that, maybe you can see where we're going with this a little mm. bit, maybe a little bit. When you're left out in the cold. Yeah, high and dry. Things change for you. The dynamic has been set. Soviet authorities demanded that the pair sign over all rights to Tetris. After years of carefully searching for the right way to pitch the game to the right company, they were able to broker a license agreement with Hank Rogers, whose Japanese-based company Bulletproof Software gained the rights to sell Tetris. In 1996, the Soviet restrictions expired, so full rights to Tetris moved to Alexei, who had chosen to move to the United States five years before Vladimir. So both Vladimir and Alexei made a company together called Animatech International Incorporated, and it was led by Alexei with Rogers as the chairman and the largest stockholder. In 1996, when Soviet restrictions expired, Rogers created a new company by the name of Tetris Co., which bought the rights off of Alexei for Tetris, ultimately leaving Vladimir completely uninvolved. Whereas a lot of Vladimir's encouragement, a lot of his ideas of of psychology and puzzle and gameplay, and this is how you want people to play this game. Mm -hmm. 
how do you get people to keep coming back? Well, we're going to use psychology mm-hmm. and the puzzles that I've used mm-hmm. for whatever reason that I've used them, anything cognitive or what have you. He's like, why don't we use that and make a video game and reverse engineer it and we'll have the desired result first. Let's make this game something that you're playing as of today. Millions of people have played. And when you tell somebody, say, hey, do you know about Tetris? In some way or another, they know what that is. Yeah. When you hear the theme song to Tetris, I don't care who you are, you link it to a game. I don't know any other video game that you can do that with. And that just shows the power. And the power comes from the psychology. If you didn't have the psychological hook, you would not have this game. You can design anything. Yeah. But like that is the root of why Tetris is so successful. And the mind games, I guess, or the toll it took on Vladimir's mind ended rather dismally. And we will get to that after this equally dismal break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We've got some other really exciting news for you. My dear friend, she is hilarious, beautiful, wonderful, true crime fanatic. Leah Lamar has a podcast and I am obsessed. It's called Real Time Crime with Leah Lamar and Teddy Mellencamp. If you're here listening to us, you're probably pretty into true crime. Some might say you're a sleuth for the truth or have a PhD in unsolved mysteries. Maybe you want to give the FYI to the FBI and unearth cold cases left and right because you never stop, baby. If that's you, join Leah Lamar and Teddy Mellencamp on the Real Time Crime Podcast, where each episode they discuss all the details of a high-profile case and uncover the 411 of the 911. You can't solve the crime if you don't listen to real time. Pretend I said that while ripping off my sunglasses Caruso style, okay? Because seriously, you must subscribe to Real Time Crime with Leah Lamar and Teddy Mellencamp. You will be glad you did. Hi, hello. How are you? Hello, hello. We're checking in. It's the end of the year. The year is wrapping up. Where are we at? Beautiful gift. (laughs) Beautiful gift to you and to yours. And what do we get in return? Oof. Wealth. Fame, fame, good fast cars. Yeah, that's right. Very fast. You got a fast car. That song? Yeah, that song. (laughs) I just got that song. song. And we hope you had a great year. Thank Mm -hmm. you for for hanging with us. Yeah. We're going on to year four as of next year. So nuts. Is that crazy? Don't we're we're not we don't look a year past two point three years. No, 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 no. We look young as hell. We got the body of a one point five year old (laughs) podcast. Great limber, flexible. Ugh. We want to thank you for, for being a part of it. And thank you for anyone who's listened and supported. Mm-hmm. Thank you to all the patrons. Yeah. We appreciate it. For sure. I, we could not have stayed sane. I don't even know if you can consider us sane, but we would have 
had we wouldn't have stayed as sane without you, I would say. And and thank you for listening every day. Thanks for the free therapy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. We got some really good response to the last episode we've had about Anne Rice, the death of Anne Rice. Obviously not positive that she has died, but I think a lot of people appreciated the information. Like when I was researching it, I didn't know a lot about that. And I think a lot of our listeners also didn't know. We have a specific message about Anne Rice from our friend, friend of the pod, Christopher Garcia. He is a podcaster, host, really informative, often chimes in maybe where we are missing information or for encouragement, which I very much appreciate. But he said, great episode this week. I knew Anne and Christopher a little, and my boss was the first person to publish her. I was reading the mag with her first story today. Oh, serendipitous. He, I, of course, was like, okay, tell me everything. What were they like? And he said, Anne was a sweetheart who was new agey, even in her uber-Catholic days. Chris is a nice guy who will happily tell you about his mom for days. Oh, I'm trying to get my boss to give me the unpublished story he has from her in 1966. I hope you get that. I would read that. Keep me posted, please, because again, I'm a lover of Anne Rice. It's so nice to hear this. Maybe at some point we'll reach out to Christopher's son and, and get some more information. We want to say hello to all of our patrons. Thank you for the support. And hello yes. to our government. Oh, yeah. We'll end a year government shout out. Ooh, you guys are looking good. The mayors David Bull. Hello. Ashley Matson. Hello. James Harrington. Hello. Dara Rosenzweig. Hello. And one governor. Only one. The one and only <laughs> Avian Noble. So if you want bonus episodes, just put a nice Christmas one up. Mm-hmm. Early access, no ads, no chit chat. If you want to go binge and you don't want to hear ads or chit chat, the Patreon is a place to go. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Yes, please. And also, if you want a tarot read, we're coming to the end of the year. DM me. I am here for you. We've, yeah, we've got some good gifts and wishes going out. So I'm, I'm hoping that for those of you who are interested, again, this is, this is open to whomever will DM me and I have time to do it. Please DM me. I will give you a tarot read on Ghost Town. I have a, a novel here in front of me from oh. a Ghost Town listener. Hell yeah. And new friend, Zach, I guess on Instagram, he's Zach Trom, Z-A-C-K-T-R-A-U-M. Did my tattoos. Hell yeah. I was out in Philly. Moo tattoo. But he has a book. Hell it's yeah. Two books. It's kind of novels, like kind of dark, horror-y. Mm-hmm. Under his actual name, or I guess maybe his pen name. I don't know. Who I choose knows? my actual Who name. Who knows? I'm so desperate. I just focus everything on one name. <laughs> Zachary Von Hauser. Yes. What a great fucking name. Great Never name. change that. I don't care if it's whatever. Don't change. Never change. The The novels are... It's, you have one side and you flip it over and it's two covers and it has a cool 70s, I don't know what you want to call it, it's sort of psychedelic, The Shuffling Night and The Long Shift. So go check out his Instagram. I think the book should be out in the new year. I like to support people making art. And mm-hmm. if you're starting with the patrons, if you're a patron and you have some... You- I have a book, I have a painting, yeah. I have an Etsy store. Fuck yes. We would love to promote it. Yes. Whereas we would tell some brand, yeah, sure, give us money and we'll do it. It's We pass the savings along to you. And if you got a charity, like anything, we want to share your art, your 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 charitable organizations, your passions, whatever it is. We want to help amplify it's that. It's Christmas. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's we're putting the moss in Christmas. <laughs> that's right. It's uh, we're taking organic- the Christ out, but we're putting the moss <laughs> that's in. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's only fair. Yeah. So you got to just pick your battles, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. But we would ha- happy to do that. Just let us know. And if you're not a patron, you're just listener. You hit us up anyway. For we'll real? See. You think we're busy? We're not. No, not at all. Just cruising around sports cars. <laughs> That's right. Is a 2012 right. Subaru Outback a sports car? I don't know. Does <laughs> it go 70? Not. Does it go 70? <laughs> Does I think so. Yes. I haven't tried it because that's, that's speeding and it's illegal, so <laughs> I don't do that. But maybe it does. It has the little numbers that go there. Potential to be. So I guess we will go about 65 back mm-hmm. into the Tetris murders. Let's do it. Through all the changing of rights, Vladimir was left struggling with financial ruin. After moving with his wife, Elena, and 12-year-old son, Peter, to San Francisco to help run the software company, Animatech, he was slowly being pushed to the edge. Mm. A shortage of funds and pressure to finance more Hollywood-level computer effects led to a series of company problems. Vladimir was left to watch as an outsider while Tetris rapidly grew in popularity. Both Alexei and Rogers earned all the fame and wealth that came with it. Mm. So he was very involved it's like being in a maybe being in a band, and you're like, I wrote some of those hit songs. It's yeah, maybe I played bass, yeah, and you wouldn't recognize me from the bass. I'm not the lead singer, yeah, but I helped write some of those hit songs that wouldn't this band wouldn't be as successful without those hit songs that I helped write, and I'm left out in the cold. Yeah, I mean, it's even to me, it even feels like more than that. It's I put the band together. I'm the one who writes all the songs, but the front man is getting all the fame. Like it just. Again, I, I don't think Tetris would be Tetris without Vladimir's input. It probably, it probably would not be. And, and there's got to be more to it. I mean, I'm sure there's always you know? there's always more. On September 24th, 1998, Vladimir went on to murder his wife Elena, son Peter, and then killed himself. It happened within their family home in Palo Alto. Vladimir bludgeoned his family with a hammer before oh. stabbing them each repeatedly with a hunting knife as they lay in bed sleeping. Once they were both dead, he stabbed himself once in the neck with a knife ultimately ending his life as well. And that's a, a dark way to do, you know what I mean? You have to be oh, in a pretty, a pretty, a pretty dark stab place. stab yourself in the neck with a knife after mm. killing your family. Like, it's yeah. not even pills or something. No, even, something that feels like savage, more yeah. humane. Yeah. And now we just talked about him kind of being left on the fringes. Yeah. Maybe people had a heads up about his mental state. We don't know really what led up to this point. And even though you're a, a renowned psychologist, you have a really great understanding of the nuances of the brains and I'm sure emotions. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean one no. can maybe diagnose yourself. No. And also things like being – money can can change anyone. You can rationalize yeah. things like an expert and it doesn't mean it's going to solve that problem. And then just seeing people – succeed while you don't succeed and you flounder Ugh. is so tough on any Awful. level that it doesn't have to be this iconic video game it could be literally anything, anything. and consider the context too think about a russian immigrant coming to the u.s at this point in history and how tough that must have been too a close family friend later notified the police at 3 30 p.m the next day after failing to reach the family multiple times Police found the bodies of Elena and Peter in their beds, no signs of struggle, possibly indicating they were attacked while asleep. Vladimir's body was found in Peter's room with a knife still in his hand. Along with the hammer, later retrieved by police, they also found a note. The note reads as follows. I've been eaten alive. Vladimir, just remember that I am exist. The devil. 
It is unclear if this note was intended as a suicide note from Vladimir or if it was written by somebody else. Oh, God. That is heartbreaking. And and also, it's not like what we said before about all the context for this. It's not like it's a defense of his actions. Horrific, horrific thing that that happened. But it sounds pretty complicated and obviously incredibly heartbreaking. It was reported that the following Wednesday after the murders, software company Squaresoft arrived at Animatech's offices with an offer of $200,000 for the company's services. This deal would have eased the company's financial problems and possibly some of Vladimir's struggles. It is likely that due to Vladimir's actions, his name has been steadily erased from the history of Tetris. Now, Mm -hmm. obviously, a lot of interest in dark history and Mm -hmm. and going back in history now that we have voices and and ways to to record things and research things, Mm -hmm. it's hard to do that. In the late 90s, it's a little bit easier. You're not realizing that the advent of the internet would lead us to where we're at right now. Alexei was able to regain the rights to Tetris and in turn earn his profits while Vladimir was left with a failing company alone. But without Vladimir, it's likely that the world would have never seen Tetris. And without Tetris's Nintendo Game Boy, it wouldn't have been yeah. as successful. I mean, it, Nintendo was doing pretty good, but that really made Game Boy. Right. That was the device. And that was, they advertised them together. Yeah. So they were like, this is peanut butter and jelly over totally. here. I believe it it was the while before even Alexi really saw the financial rewards from it because it went through so many owners and hands and this company owns this mm-hmm. and that company owns that, but he yeah. always remained the face of it. Yeah. There's a couple other interesting facts about Tetris and how much of an impact it had. The Tetris effect, which is a term. Yeah. Tetris syndrome occurs when people devote so much time and attention to an activity that it begins to pattern their thoughts, mental images, and dreams. This which is, I've had that when you do something up and you're like, like playing Grand Theft Auto. Oh my God, absolutely. And you get in a car. It's, For sure. And this is exactly like what we were trying to translate into a game for brain games too. One of the, the long lasting psychological effects of, of Tetris. And we didn't make it into a game, but interesting nonetheless. Tetris was the first video game to be played in space. A Game Boy version of the game spent 196 days orbiting Earth aboard the Mir space station. Amazing. The original purpose of Tetris, according to the designer, was to help make computers seem less intimidating to casual users. Yes. Now it's the opposite. Because you can jump on it. You think about it. When you play Tetris, you're like, this is – now it's going so fast. It's so hard. It's so simple. But now you get on. You, you check your email. You mm-hmm. do social media. You do research. You do mm-hmm. whatever it is you do. Word processing. I feel like it's a little bit of the opposite. Like the more simple that it is. Yeah. I guess easy it is to understand what to do. Mm-hmm. You think, well, I should be successful at this. It's so easy. And I only need to do one thing, essentially, is yeah. move block. Yeah, totally. But it is interesting even getting – I, I was very young at the time when my, my dad got a Nintendo game system when we were all like very young children and just how it felt like it was like anxiety-ridden. It was like, oh, you die if you don't complete this level if you lose and there was so much to it but tetris was a game that even as a tiny child you're like blocks come down you put you place them and then when you've made a line it's gone it's so elegant and genius and clearly has withstood the test of time there is an algorithm that in theory will let you play one game of tetris forever what is that theorem algorithm algo theorem you want the you want the code can you start it yeah Okay, you ready? Yep.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.